welcome to episode 15 of Throne Controllers Podcast. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. The one five, which is 15 cents. I'm Bats, and I am joined, as always, by the What Grinds Your Gears case. What grinds my gears? It's whenever people that drive stick shifts don't know how to shift. Oh, that mm-hmm. fucking pisses me off. But I'm assuming you're talking about Gears of War, not racing. But I could be wrong. All of the above. All of the above? All right. So, Batty, how are you doing? You know, not too bad for, uh, you know, the jet set traveler that I am. Yeah, you're like living at large, like private jetting all over the country. Hey, somebody's got to do it. Yeah, someone's got to burn those that fossil fuel. Hey, the environment's not going to destroy itself. Yeah, don't you get a uh, trophy if you make your own hole in the ozone layer or something? No, it's if I can make um, it not snow for a full year. Wow, <laughs> good luck on that one, man. It's it's a it's a it's it's a gold. <laughs> it's a, well, that makes sense. It's a gold. It should actually be a platinum. Is what it probably should be. No, because a platinum is an accumulation of other trophies. So I'd have to probably you know make it not snow. Um, maybe maybe make it ninety one year on Christmas Day. Uh, uh, you know, travel five hundred miles for no reason. <laughs> maybe maybe to I don't know, club a baby seal. Ooh, I do like that. I do like clubbing baby baby seals. Well, you know, if you think about it, and this is this is a little bit of a rant. People always say like, "Hey, why why do people always say like um, that people who club baby seals are really bad people? Because maybe they're just hunters or people who want food. You got to think about this. To club a baby seal, you got to get on a plane. You got to have some forethought about this. You have to fly to an area generally not populated by people. A lot of effort to get there." You have to make a specific trip out into the frozen tundra, find a baby seal, a specific age group of seal, not a regular seal, a baby, and then you have to actually have a club with you and then uh, club it. I'm assuming that the person that does all that planning might be considered evil. But I'm, what I'm worried about is, you know, it's like deer. Deer are overpopulating because we didn't hunt them enough when they were not a big population. If we don't kill all the baby seals, soon we'll be overpopulated with seals. I say the same thing about the human race. <laughs> and that's why we are glad you play video games to take your anger out on virtual people. Got in the head. <laughs> Speaking of playing video games, hey, what did, you, what did you play this week? That's a great question. Well, being on a plane as I was, didn't play much. But what I did get to play was, and you're going to love this one, Case. What's that? I got to play the new DLC for Fallout New Vegas. Really? You play? Yeah. Uh called Lonesome Road. You didn't get the Dragon Age 2 DLC while you're at... Did you have, like, a buy DLC for games that pissed me off week or something? What? I, I told you I played Legacy a while ago for... Oh, Dragon. there was another Dragon Age 2 Is it out DLC. now? I don't know if it's out now. I just know it's coming oh. out. Because I'll go down. Right <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I uh, downloaded and uh, played and beat through um, the Lonesome Road. Weird... Kind of a weird one. Uh, I was expecting. <laughs> I was expecting more of an explanation at the end. It was just kind of weird. It's interesting, and it actually that, gave listen, me you, the way you're describing this makes me want to play it. <laughs> it's it's really hard to explain. You have to go around and set off nuclear bombs. It's very weird. <laughs> just trust me. 
other bombs have the explosion about the size of a grenade and doesn't make much sense. And then you can immediately walk on that spot and you don't get killed by radiation. So it's not like the, the bomb, the nuclear bomb you set off in the, the original at the very beginning of the game? No. And um, that's Megaton. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, wait, that was the city. The city was called Megaton, right? <laughs> yeah, but it's called Megaton because that's got a nuclear bomb in the center of it. Yeah. Kind of looks like uh, a fat man. Did you blow it up in the, fir- in the first playthrough, or did you play it again to blow it up? I played it again to blow it up. Same here. I didn't do it the first time. I, I saved it the first time. Yeah. Um, uh, that's Fallout 3. We're talking Fallout New Vegas. And yeah. um, the one thing that gave me uh, – actually uh, gave me some uh, solace and I think some uh, more credence to my point that Skyrim will be okay is that uh, Fallout was – Felt always felt like it was built on the Oblivion engine, mm-hmm. and um, you know it was it was buggy and um, screen tearing and stuff like that, and uh, a lot of problems. And especially you know as the game went on, it, it, it had a lot of problems. And I think I've talked about those once or twice. Uh, but this most recent uh, piece of DLC, uh, it, it, st- it still has bugs, but it's you can tell they did something. Um, because it will slow down and stuff like that, but I haven't had it completely just lock up and lock me out. It always um, pushes its way through a, a really slow spot. I mean, it might drop down to a few frames per second, but it uh, it uh, it chugs through it, and um, I only got stuck on one piece of environment. So I'm guessing, based on that, I'm saying if they have learned old engine that maybe on the newer one uh, for uh, Skyrim, um, we won't have, you know, as, as such a tough time. So what you're saying is I should feel comfortable because it took them five years to fix the original engine that their new engine should probably be good. Oh, oh, the original engine is not fixed. Oh, so they oh. Didn't, didn't fixed the original engine still, but yet their new engine should be golden. No, think about the old. Think about the Fallout uh, engine, like uh, a car that you get in in the morning, and you're not sure if it's going to start. And if it does, you're not sure if you're going to get to your destination. And today, now they've you've brought it to the repair shop enough times where it's going to probably make it to your destination, but it might stall on the side of the road, and you might have to like open it up and pour some gas in the carburetor or something like that. Like you might have to really. Do a few gas in the carburetor? Yeah, you might have to like put some starting ether in there or something. I mean, you might have to set it on fire a few times or attach a rocket to it, but it'll get there. Okay. So it's like owning a Ford, I understand. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I just installed Fords, that's all. I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, we know your fall three love. What else? did you play anything else? Um. Oh, there's this game that came out. It was really small. No one heard of it though. Probably it's really indie. It's really indie. Um, it's got some interesting co-op. Yeah, what's that? Um, uh, it's this game. It's um, it's called uh, The War uh, Three, I think. The War. The War. Uh huh. So you play. So you're saying you play some Gears of War Three, huh? Yeah, I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, I, I have. And in fact, it came in a box that was bigger than my desk at work. 
when it shipped <laughs> well, to me. No, I've seen your desk at work. It was is no way it was bigger than your desk at work. All right, maybe not bigger than my desk at work, but bigger know. than my. Do not book. lie to the listeners. <laughs> well, it was a huge book. Well, see what. I got the super edition, so I got the. Um, it's funny. That's the second time I've heard it, you lie about the size of a package. Oh. oh. Yes, but anyhow, so I got the uh, colossal, insane version. I guess it's legendary. I think it's what it's called. What came with the? You mean the expensive one? Yes, came with Phoenix statue. And I know. Uh, it, anyone who didn't notice, uh, Case did put it on the Twitter. I did. I did. I did put it on controller talk, and uh, it was big. The box was big, but the problem was the box was big that had the statue in it with the game. But the Amazon shipped it in a box that was two times the size of its box. I love it when they do that. <laughs> so when I went to pick it up, it was like this huge box. I'm like, no, that can't be Gears of War in there. What the hell what did I buy that was that big? But no, it was inside. Um, I will say I'm actually disappointed with the statue. In all honesty. Holy shit, you're disappointed with a statue? I like what the statue looks like. You know, it's got Phoenix. It's kind of cool. The problem is it's plastic. Oh, you wanted to, like, cast resin or something? Yeah, exactly. Like, plastic is just... Rubber? It's like a rubbery plastic thing. Like, it's not a real statue. In my, it's like a floating toy that I put in my bathtub with me. The hell was that? Does it squeak when you, when you push his head? <laughs> I just should find out. Yeah, so now when I, now when I bathe, because I bathe so often, it's me and Phoenix and my rubber ducky. But uh, yeah, I used to it, attach uh, fireworks to them and just blow them up. Yeah, well, that's a good idea. That would be a nice thing to put on the site. So I was yeah. a little disappointed on that. Like I was expecting resin or some or something, you know. But which the other statue that I got, like still, I think the best statue I ever got was from Bioshock. But, was it pewter? It, no, it wasn't pewter. Okay, then it's not the best statue ever. All right, maybe not because pewter statues are well. Pewter is cheap to make statues, but they're that's because there's lead in it. <laughs> yes, but you can lick them and be dumb and like hurt your brain. Lead's a neurotoxin. Yes, I know. But anyhow. No, you didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't know that love was bad for me. You knew it was bad for you. You didn't know it was a neurotoxin. I would assume it would be something like that since it does affect your brain. It but your and, brain. Anyhow, back to my game of Gears of the World. Well, yeah, so I got the statue. didn't like it. For me, playing all week is all I played was Gears of War 3. That's all I played. But I'm not going to talk about it because Throne Controllers decided to do something different and we're going to have... A special Gears of War 3 episode, which once Beth gets more into the game, we're going to talk about it, talk about the things I really don't like. Might have some spoilers in it. We'll try to warn people about the spoilers, but we're going to release it's that. Gonna, it's going to have spoilers in it. I don't think there's going to be super spoilers, though. It's not like I can tell the ending, but there might be like some little interesting things that might happen. But we're going to wait. It depends wait. on how drunk I am. That's true. We're going to wait till Saturday to release it so everyone who's a big gamer that hates spoilers can finish the game before they listen to it. So I can't really talk more about that. And that's really the only game I played. Uh, I did find some games today that... The planet explodes! Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so uh, my quick review is I'm indifferent of the game. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not one of those people out there that give it a hundred percent. Like, it, like it's really scoring high, and I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just kind of like it's a Gears of War three game. But we'll talk about it more. I don't think so. we've ever said a game is a hundred percent. We haven't. I don't. I don't think that day will ever come. But right now, it did not overtake Fear three for my game of the year yet. So Are you fucking serious? I'm serious. But anyhow, I jeez, I've left things in the toilet that are better than that. <laughs> 
Anyways. Yes. So. What else did you only played Gears? That's it? That is all I played. I, I, was, I had a busy weekend. Um, no, I didn't. I don't know what happened. You're, you're I know you're a liar because I played like five hours of Horde mode. With you. We played seven hours of Horde mode. Thank you very did, much. We, what? Did we really? Was it that long? We started like at one and it was like 730 or something when we finished. I, didn't, I know I didn't eat lunch. <laughs> yes, and the only reason we stopped is because our mutual friend uh, now had his girl came home. <laughs> so I, I know I, what uh, what was the deal with that? Why did he have to? Why did he have to stop? You know what? If the only reason he 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 could have told me he had to stop if if he was about to to get some action, but I'm pretty sure that wasn't going to about to happen. <laughs> I don't think so either. But it was just. Yeah, it was one of those moments of the boss is home. I have to go. It's like I was like, "Oh, your your mom's gonna take away your toys." Yeah, exactly. I was, right now. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that was again, like I said. But it's weird that I say that the game was I'm indifferent on the game. But we'll talk about more. We'll talk about more. I I, I played a lot of it this week. Um, I mean, it's worth the money. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely have already recommended a few other people pick it up. So yes. uh, after the show, I'll, I'll I'll tell you about it so that we got some more people to it up with. Cool. All right, awesome. Uh, um, so why don't we talk about some news that came out while you were in the Jets? Yeah, we can do that because I was going to say, cut that section right short. Bam. Yeah. So Well, news. Things that are coming out this week, weird. This is a weird time for news because um, it's just like people want to still talk about the games. They're trying to push to come out, but there's sometimes there's news coming out for stuff that's uh, coming out this year. So very, a lot of weird news. Uh, the uh, one we'll talk about next is, I, you probably heard me mention this particular game on the show before. It's one I'm interested in um, probably because it's right up my alley. It's I'm alive because and you're a human and you're alive. It's up your alley. Is that why? No, uh, it's because uh, the game um, is essentially, according to the ESRB, is uh, well, it got a, a rating. That's why we know about it. But there's been no official news since the the game was uh, announced. I think back in 2008, um, but it gave it an M rating, and according to the ESRB. It says, this is an action game in which players assume the role of a man who must find his family in a post-apocalyptic world. It's third-person perspective, and the player traverses through city ruins and uses machetes to kill human enemies in melee-style combat. Yes. So, and it talks about gunfire and stuff like that. Hmm. Awesome. I, see, when that game first was announced, I was hoping it wasn't a post-apocalyptic world. I love you know every game should be post-apocalyptic. No, I, like when I first saw it, I was like, "It'd be cool if it was just like a huge earthquake happened, and like cities got destroyed from like an earthquake or something." But it was like right after that, versus like the Fallout Three, where like some huge nuclear. No, but that's it's supposed to be like the whole world just went got like. Had I think a huge seismic activity or something, and it happens right after that. Like he's, yeah, he's trying to find his family after this happens. Yeah, we'll see. I'll admit the trailer I saw on E three five years ago did look pretty cool. <laughs> Where the guy was running for a yeah. bottle of water. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, yeah. that's cool. That's that CJ footage. Look good, nice. Uh, 
pre-rendered <laughs> gameplay. The concept behind it, I guess. Like I've got concept. some concepts, and they're fantastic. <laughs> well, I guess since we're speaking about release dates, for all these games being released, uh, Game Noel uh, answered an email from a concerned Half-Life lover. I was so excited when he wrote back to me. Yes. Well, I would say I don't know. I, I don't know the name's blocked out. So the email that was sent to Gabe was a haiku. It was, do you like haikus? I like to write them sometimes. Episode three soon. And if people don't know that, Gabe does respond to emails that are sent to him from fans. Um, not all emails, of course, but, you know, a few. And he responded to that, that haiku with, haikus are neato. They have a rigid, rigid, rigid structure. Episode three ships in... But because of the rigid structure, he couldn't put the date. So either game was just being funny, or maybe there is actually a ship date. But they can't announce it. There's no way they, they have a ship date. <laughs> That's why he said it ships in. I think it would be funny if uh, if one day you start up Steam, it's like, episode three available. What? <laughs> uh, on April 1st, probably that'll happen. Yeah, probably. That's true. And if you'll download it, it'll be like... It'd be like a hundred megs. It'd be nothing but randomized numbers. It would just be a square room. <laughs> yeah, you just walk around. You have a gravity gun. People will spend hours trying to break out of it. Probably. Oh man, they should totally do that. People would spend so much time going. I know his way out of this. It's got to be. There's got to be some trick here. <laughs> so anyhow, I don't know. I just find that very amusing. Um, Gabe's a funny guy. So. Uh, also, uh, another, I guess, another, I guess it's not a, it's a post-release thing, but Dark Souls came out. I think it, did it come out last week or did it come out this week? I can't remember. It, it comes out this. This week. But some people got it last week. That's probably what happened. So, so there were some players that got the game early. And apparently, instead of banning those players, like usually happens whenever you play it and you're online, um, the, the people that created the game, they, uh, which is from software. Apparently they put in a maximum level black phantoms in every environment on the game so that whenever anyone was playing it early, that the birth of street date had these insane monsters to actually have to fight like right off the bat, which didn't make the game impossible. I guess this made it insanely, insanely difficult, which I personally had no problem with, but for some reason, the trolls of the comment comment world also were actually angry at the developer. I thought it was cool. The developer did it. But they're all like, but they bought the game. It's not their fault that the store gave it to them. I was like, well, whatever. It's like, punish the store. Go cry internet, kids. Yeah, I need to kill some of them. <laughs> <laughs> Again, back to my population control theories. <laughs> Trolls on the internet are number first to go. Mm, or they can get jobs working on bridges. Yes, that's true. Let's collect some tolls. Let's keep this theme going with the... Released or soon to be released. Guess what? What's that? They're making a Dead Space 3. Really? I never expected that when they said it was a trilogy. Yeah, and that it was making a ton of money. <laughs> so, the, what? What? Did no, the first one sell well? Uh, it's, yeah, it sold pretty well. I mean, I think. I don't know. I love the shit out of it. Oh, I love it too. I thought it was a great game. I just was, I, I remember when, I, when it first came out, I heard something like, Everyone like raved about the great game it was, but it didn't like break the top like five or whatever. It just kind of like sold 
But maybe I'm wrong. I could be remember wrong. I have. I I don't think it probably brought broke the top five. That's hard to do. That's pretty much um ready. Um, Modern Warf- Warfare, Warfare, um, uh, Madden, Mario, 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 <laughs> Zelda. Yeah. Well, anyhow, go ahead. Talk about your uh, three, number three. Hey, so some information supposedly leaked that Dead Space Three is a real thing, even though we all knew it was kind of a real thing. Uh, supposedly, the game is gonna try to flip the script a little bit here, and Isaac who is the main character in the game, is going to crash on a, uh, like an ice planet. And instead of being walking through a dark space station environments, he's going to be traveling through whiteout blizzard conditions. Um, uh, which is interesting. And I want to see how they're going to do that with the enemies in the, and I guess uh, if you can't see that far ahead of you, they'll be able to jump out from the anywhere in the, Snow, snow, perhaps, and I'm guessing that there will be, it won't be just like snow, 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 and the game, I'm sure there'll be some environments you go into and they'll be uh, inhabited by creatures as and long, the power will be out. As long as they remind me of um, Lost Planet. Oh yeah, that game's terrible. But I mean, it was all snow and you're in the snow and monsters pop out of the snow. That game's <laughs> terrible. I, I didn't dislike the first one, the second one was horrible. Oh, the second one was super horrible. But I think the first one might have been one of those, it came out early in the console. Yeah. So that's why I liked it. First, like, if I go back and play it now, I'd probably be like, Ugh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But Don't I like go back Max. and play that. But I did play, I played the first one and went through it too, but yeah. I, I did, the the second one I played for like 10 minutes. And exactly. Like, I think, uh, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Well, speaking of threes, mister. So uh, some information about Diablo 3 was uh, talked about most recently, about Blizzard doing some experiments with uh, controlling Diablo 3 with a controller, where they said using a controller makes the game feel even better. So, And then they mentioned, so maybe this will, if we decide to do a, a console version, then we'll be using these controls that we found set up for the PC on a gamepad. But really, why would you bother dealing with a gamepad for the PC if you weren't going to make a console version? So I kind of think it hints to that they're going to make a console version. I don't know. <laughs> and another funny thing about Diablo 3 that I read this week, um, some so the beta came out. Some kids got to play. Everybody's an alpha. Anyway, some people got to play it early, right? And some of the comments from one of the people that played it earlier, like, you know, it's a pretty good game, but it's really just a ripoff of Torchlight. <laughs> Torchlight, it's a ripoff of Diablo. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, really? How old are you, dude? <laughs> Probably 12. Don't you see the three in the name even? I mean, <laughs> hello? But yeah, I, I find that amusing though. Like, really. Oh, man. Nerd jokes are great. I love nerds. <laughs> yeah, they're delicious candy. <laughs> Ooh, I should get some. Ooh, I should get the nerds. I need some nerds. Oh, what's that candy? Mike and Ike's. Did you always get the guests get those? What did you just get? I, I'm a good and plenty man. Good and plenty. I knew it was something like that. Yes. I actually stopped eating good and plenty, though, because uh, for some reason. Really? But what about the good and plenty art? The good and plenty art has, has stopped. Oh, my. That's a tragedy. It's, it's sad. I know. But I'm, I'm, I'm moving on. I might start doing uh, candy corn art for Halloween. For, for them, is an amazing uh, candy artist. He does this, uh, I don't know, it's uh, I, 
it's I would call it his, his blue period, but it's more of his candy period. He does eight bit art with candy uh, on his desk when he should be working. <laughs> well, in theory, it's only two bits, only have two colors. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, that's true. I I was I, I don't know. I stopped because I stopped getting uh, compliments on my art. And I was going to take a break, and then I was going like, to move on to maybe do Mike and Ike's where I could have a bigger color palette or do uh, candy corn for Halloween, like I said. Um, but Well, look for those on the Facebook and Twitter accounts. <laughs> yes, because uh, they usually are game-oriented. Look, wait, look for the new collection of candy art from Kate <laughs> coming soon. Yes, yummy, yummy. And if for enough money, we'll mail one to you. Yes, in a spe- box, some some assembly required. <laughs> speaking, speaking of uh, candy, yeah, hey, yeah, I enjoy it. I like yeah. candy. You know that Counter Strike Go game that I'm really excited about because I'm a Counter Strike whore. No, oh well, the, the Counter Strike Go game that I told you <laughs> oh, about last week. Wow, awesome! I wasn't but, listening to you last week. Yeah, well, so there's an announcement this week that uh, it's, it's actually a twofold thing. One is going it's adding a feature to the game that I love, which it's going to be having a arsenal mode which for those people that played counter-strike this is just gun game which the gun game mod for counter-strike for those who haven't played it is you start with a weapon and you have to get a kill with that weapon and then you move up to the next weapon so you basically move through weapons and then you the last weapon you have i think it goes the very last two weapons are nade and knife and i think nade is first then knife and if you get the kill with the knife you win but you like start off with a pistol and you get to kill the pistol. You get like a submachine gun. You get that, you know, it's configurable, of course. And it's a really fun game because, you know, it's, a, it's really weird. And then if you knife somebody, they drop down a level. So like if I get knifed, I drop back down the pistol, for example. So this game was a, a mod that's really fun to play. So what Valve did, they went to the guys that made Gun Game and said, hey, we're making a new Counter-Strike Global Offensive. And we like to have this mod, uh, this mod as a part of the game. And so they brought those guys in, and now they're working on getting Arsenal mode in the new Counter-Strike, which I like the fact that A, it's a great game, and B, it just shows how Valve really embraces the mod community. It's really cool. As opposed, mods opposed to... I'm just saying, like, EA, where you if you make a mod to Modern Warfare, pirates. you get... They're pirates. Yes, you get... You're, they're pirates. They're stealing stuff, and we can't let them have their own servers. You know, it's like... <sighs> Horrible. Uh, EA and Activision. How oh, we love you. Yes. Unless you want to sell us free stuff, then we, then we, then we actually would. <laughs> we will sell our souls. This message not endorsed by 3MCTrollers.com. <laughs> so, so that's cool. Really? Well, speaking of cool, um, I don't know if you remember maybe in episode two or so ago, we did uh, what's coming out this fall. Uh, we went through kind of all the games that were coming out for the rest of 2011 that we thought would come out that were good-ish. Um, <laughs> and, well, we put some on there that weren't good. And one of the ones at the end that was, will it come out or not, was The Old Republic, which con- continuously had gotten pushed back, 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 back. But apparently, according to sources, Star Wars Old Republic launches on December 20th in North America and December 22nd in the European territories. That's what Bioware and LucasArts have said. The 20th, so, wait, what was it, the dates again? What were the dates? December yeah. 20th in North America and December 22nd in European territories, which seems really odd because that is so close to the holiday. Uh, no, that seems, that's a perfect release for an MMORPG. 
because you want people at the computers playing it all the time when they first comes out. Well, I guess. So anyways, um, each copy of the game obviously comes with your standard 30-day subscription, blah, blah, blah. So, um... So you get uh, that, Mike? Oh, man. I really, I really would like to. I mean, but the, <laughs> the thing is, one, I need to build a rig. Two, then I need to get the game. Three, then... Uh, do the like the monthly subscription fee is like it's like they want like as much as I pay for like Netflix. Yeah, it's fifteen bucks. It's it's the normal it's the standard uh it's the standard pricing. That is just I don't know. I think I could probably beat the game in the third day. Um you've never played MMORPGs, have you? You've never seen me go without sleep. You know, Mike, if you buy it you get you can get a statue. Yeah, well, that's only if you buy the collector's edition, probably, right? Yes, but it's only an extra $675. Oh, that's it? <laughs> Apparently, For it's sold out. <laughs> but, if, uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I I, 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 I actually played MMORPGs. I play MMORPGs. Uh, well, I don't anymore, but I've, I have. And for some reason, I am not excited about this game. Mm. I think my problem is is I'm excited about a different MMORPG, which is uh, Guild Wars 2, which what Star Wars is – what the Old Republic does is it's taking the WoW concept, World of Warcraft, like the way that it's played and the leveling and stuff and making a Star Wars version, you know, with a little bit of, you know, Bioware's pizzazz, you know. That the, sounds like a cash cow right there. <laughs> Well, it does, and it's going to – my problem is is I'm tired of that same old click-to-attack type game, you know, for MMOs. I don't know if – I mean, I'm – this is when I was doing research when, I, when it first was announced, so maybe it's changed and I just haven't been following it well enough. Well, Guild Wars 2 is trying to break that mold, and it's adding in the ability to, like, do dodges, and you have to be interactive with the with the combat – while you're playing it, so it's just not like oh, attack creature, stand there, watch my character shoot. I don't so, think the we, we, your your opinion. We should have to listen to it because <laughs> I think you're biased. How am I biased? Because when we went to PAX East, I think you went to every forum that had to do with that game that you just said. Guild Wars was it? Guild Wars Two. And I also went out drinking with the developers. Doesn't and mean you, that's how you and you and you also were wearing like um like shirts headband. and band headbands with, with the logo all over it. So I think you're a little biased. Hey, I'm not biased. I'm just saying it's the game that looks like it's gonna be the new MMO to me. That's all. Oh, Plus, I just want to make sure the listeners know the full story. I'm gonna lose my geek points here. I you don't, don't have any geek points. Don't know how much of a Star Wars fan I am. Sam, I am. Okay, okay. Now you really you're you didn't just lose geek points. You lost your negative geek points. Like I, I, I like the first three. I do. Okay, that's fine. Then that's fine. That, I don't you, like it enough to want to play. Like I even play. I have played. I want like three games or so of Star Wars, but I don't. I don't like it enough to pay fifteen dollars a month to play a game. Oh, that's in this universe. But the universe is awesome. No, it's not. Not anymore. Now that it's been polluted with the prequels it's in, and it's in space. It's in the prequels made it so. Yeah. 
I do like lightsabers, though. It's in space, man. I don't want space. Anyhow, anyhow. So, fuck you. That, that's our talk about. That, that's our talk about that wonderful uh, game coming out, right? Speaking of games that I love and that Case friggin' hates because he's not intelligent and will regret saying. You don't this. even know if you're gonna buy it. I don't know, but speaking a game I am gonna buy and have already bought it, it, it even though it's not out because I pre-ordered it, it. I had some D's there for emphasis. Sis-sis. Emphasis is, 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 is rage. That game, I think that game's gonna just. I'm gonna just. Oh man, it looks like you just gonna rage on it. Looks like Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game. That's why I don't. That's why I'm worried about the game. Okay, but they so this is what makes me feel even better because they're saying Rage is going to require three discs on the 360, and just to play it on the PS3, an eight gigabyte install. That means the game is huge, or its software's engine doesn't uh, compress well. You know, you can go straight to hell. (laughs) And I'm all I'm saying is. The game is going to be awesome, and you are so going to be wrong. Well, uh, you're going to be wrong. Just a minute. You're going to. There's there's a few problems about this game. No, I don't know any problems yet. Well, there's the word id software. They haven't made anything good in recent years. Oh, Jesus Christ. Two. I haven't had a good donut in a while. Well, it's still a donut, goddammit. All right. Well, maybe here's the other two things that I don't like about it the genres it's under. First-person shooter, okay, that's fine. Open world. Uh, so far, uh, so good in my book. And racing video game. No, no. So, see, there's where <laughs> you're wrong. It's only racing. It says it on their site. It's a racing video game. Racing is for the multiplayer, and it's not racing. It's battle. It's it's like uh, Twisted Metal. <laughs> I'm just saying. Sounds like they bought, might have made too much out of it. I think it's going to be good. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I'm not pre-ordering, but if you if you play it and you tell me it's good, and I'll buy it. I pre-ordered it. comes out. I oh. said when you play it, and you, if you can tell me, then you tell me it's the comes out character. next Tuesday. Yes. <sighs> Might not be able to do a podcast. Anyhow, speaking of good games, right. You remember that game that we uh, both liked a lot, Deuce X Human Revolution? Uh, likes a pretty strong word. All right. Well, at least played it the whole way through and talked. Yeah, to I totally all way through and, and I enjoyed it and purchased it. Yes. So the biggest complaint we had in our our long hour of talk about the game was I hated the bosses. Yeah, those guys. Like for me, it felt like completely different part of the game. I had to re change the way my character was played to, to do it. You well, know, now now you say that. It does feel like the boss battles were a completely different part of the game. <laughs> Anyhow, apparently Idos Montreal came out today and said, well, yeah, the reason that that feels like it's a completely different game is in the flow and the way it runs is all different is because it was outsourced. All the boss battles were outsourced to uh, Grip Enter- Entertainment. Holy shit. <laughs> so they uh, didn't know how the game, they didn't really talk to each other about the game. My God. <laughs> it was, it, it, so the, the contribution to the game was serious, was serious, despite being a shooter guy without any knowledge about how Deuce X series w- was. 
So the guy who even made the boss battles didn't even know what the Deuce X series was about. You complaining bitch. <laughs> so I feel redemption that I was able, that I was awesome. Redemption or justification? Maybe just No, it's not justification. I don't justify them outsourcing. If you're going to outsource a product, the part of your product, you should at least oversee it that it fits the product that you're releasing. Mm, nah. <laughs> yeah, that's what the probably the Wait, PlayStation Network is probably I, did outsourced. I, did I tell you why outs- I'm outsourcing the Throne Controllers uh, store to uh, to a place in the third world countries? As long as it's slave labor, I'm game. Well, it's not going to be. Dang, not slave labor, but you know, poor poor salary labor. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, poor salary labor. Uh, let me uh, look at that definition of that particular word. How about child labor? That'd be better. Uh, will you work for a poor salary labor? Uh, yes, I'm used to poor salary labor wages. Okay, you're perfect for this job. You know what I mean, bitch. Yeah, you mean taking advantage of people who have no money because there's not enough jobs in in that particular area. Oh, I mean, just like the United States. Oh, uh, we still have lower unemployment than most countries. Oh god, but you you can't do anything I'll fire you. Anyways. Yes. Speaking of getting fired. Yes. Do you have another story? Are you are you trying to transition to something or are you just blabbling around? I'm out of story, so I think we should oh. find a section. No, 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 no. There's one more story we have to talk about. Speaking of stories. I just didn't know how to actually go over this one. So Speaking of case telling a story. You know that Mike, you know how I use the PSN to do one important thing, and that's to watch football on Sundays. Wow. Yes. Yes, because it has the NFL ticket. Go local sports team. Yes, exactly. That was, anyhow, so Microsoft apparently is in talks with Comcast and Verizon to bring live TV service to the 360. Go local sports team. That has nothing to do with local sports team. But oh. This would be that instead of having, basically instead of having the, the your Comcast box, you know, sitting there that you use to watch TV, you just have your 360 running and watch TV through the 360. Ah, so you can use way more electricity and heat your house. The new 360 is not that bad at both of them. What? I can't hear you over my 360. No, just the new one's quiet. That's what? why I bought it. I'm sorry. It sounds old, like somebody's running a garbage disposal. Gen 1, loud as sin. <laughs> that's why I bought a second one when the Slim came out and I got one. Sure, okay, that's fine. That's fine. But this is this is one of the things they promised a long time ago. Like, I swear it was like the E3 right after the 360 came out. They had like, they had actually an IPTV, which I think they have it in the UK. You can get IPTV on the 360. And I was always like, oh, cool, I could be... Watching a TV show, I'll see bats come online. Oh, he's playing Gears. Okay, I'm going to pause this TV show and go play Gears with him for a bit. I think it's pretty cool if it happens. But who knows? You know, it's just really a rumor. <laughs> Rumors. I mean, Microsoft says, we have no comment, but we did talk about this at E3. But, you know, it's decent. 150 years ago. <laughs> exactly. So now, now we're out of stories. Um, yeah. So we're going to take our break. Yeah. Play some music. Yeah. Which might be crazy music like it was last week. Yeah, you Neo, 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 Neo,
Jazz musician, apparently. Mm, smooth Velvet. Ooh, Black Velvet is a fucked up movie. No, Blue Velvet. That was a fucked up movie. Never saw it, dude. Are you? Have you never watched any freaking David Lynch movies? Who's David Lynch? <laughs> you aren't serious, really. <laughs> who's John? Hate you. Oh, it's not the who's John thing is. David Lynch is one of the greatest directors of all time. You haven't even seen Blue Velvet. What else? What else? What else did he do? Twin Peaks, Dune. I think you mentioned this last week. I did, I don't know if it was even last week. I did because I was talking about paranormal something or other. I played Dune on the Sega Genesis, and then I saw the movie. Then <laughs> he probably didn't even read the book. Man, that, that movie is fucking long. <laughs> They yeah, could have cut that. They could have cut it down. Yeah, that was a pretty bad David Lynch movie, actually. It's probably one of the worst. So the one you saw was probably the worst one he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he make anything else I would know? Well, you should know them all. He did Mulan Drive, Lost Highways. Nope. <sighs> the Elephant Man, Blue Velvet, Twin Peaks. Is the Elephant Man the one with Cher in it? No. <laughs> Eraser Head. I've heard of that one. That guy's in Dick Tracy. <laughs> I hate you so much. Oh, uh, really? That's it. I'm gonna come over there and make you watch the stuff. All right, come on over. <laughs> Anytime you want, you're, you're you're freely invited. I'm freely invited. I don't have to pay. You don't. Well, I mean, except for the cover charge <laughs> and the two drink minimum. Damn. <laughs> It's just like going to see a comedy show. Actually, right. strip club here because, well, let's just say. Can I just bring Duke Nukem over? There's a strip club in it. Speaking <laughs> of idiotity. Hey, there you go. And there you go. He just proved it. I have Speaking now got a rant 
I'm going to rant because I'm mad. Duke Nukem sucked, right? Yeah, it was it was it was pretty bad for I mean for did those. Did you play it? I don't think I don't think you even played it. Did I you? beat the goddamn game. Oh, it was bad, right? And we said it was bad on our on our podcast. And you are the one who bought like the special edition. <laughs> yeah, I have a, a statue of Duke Nukem. Anyhow. <laughs> Fucking statues. <laughs> I was we just played Gears of War for like seven hours, right? And we only had three people in Horde, so we could have used the fourth or the fifth. And my you brother calls. Play, I think you can only play four. No, I think there's five in Horde. There's four in the co-op game, but I think there's five in Horde. All right. So my nice. brother calls me up. Yeah. Yes. He's like, hey, I was at the... Well, first off, he was complaining about GameStop. He's like, I was at GameStop because I wanted to buy a game. And I have bought... Wait, stop right now. Public PSA announcement. GameStop sucks. Okay, continue. And he says, so I was like, I'll buy Duke Nukem. I'm like, oh, do you not? Why does he call you? He, no, then he's like, he's like, I know you said it's really bad. Because I told him, he's, he's listening to the podcast. I told him on the phone how bad this game was. He's like, I know it was bad, but I just feel like I should have it. And it was only $20. So what's $20? I'll just pay $20 for this game. And I was you like, just really? throw away twenty dollars. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know if it's worth twenty dollars. I'm like, I don't think it is. He's like, you should have stole my copy. I'm like, but anyhow, I was just very upset because I'm like, he could have bought Gears of War three. <laughs> He's like, I just wanted a game to play. I'm like, oh. anyhow. So what this makes me mad. What my rant is is that we know what we're talking about. We are. We play lots of games, and we know good games versus bad games, and we Most don't give time. games a hundred percent. And Bass doesn't even give games fifty percent. But when we we never say a game sucks unless it really really sucks. And we said Duke Nukem sucks. So listen to it. When we say a game sucks, it sucks. There are games that we might say, you know, oh it's okay. So if we say something like that, most likely if it's your genre, you've played the prequels, you'll probably like it. You know, we're not going to tell you to go buy it if you don't like the genre. But there's games that if there's a freaking awesome game and we think you would like it even though you don't like that genre, we'll tell you. You know, it's not like we're going to say a seven. We're going to say buy, don't buy type thing. We told you not to buy Duke Nukem people. And And, and Lost Planet 2. Yes, and Lost Planet 2 now. And, and the thing is, Duke Nukem made enough money that they're making another one. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I saw I the like, ending. I'm like, not dead, baby, or whatever he said. Oh, no, but they even said it on, they said online, uh, Gearbox is like, you know, it made enough money that we're going to make a sequel. <laughs> like, no. Well, see, my, my theory is, look, look, I'm going to put this out here, because this is, this is the um, glasses half full bats right here, right. is... They got all. They got. They bought the rights to the game, right? And it was just all the shit. And they're like, you know what? If we put this out, enough people will buy it, where we can actually sit down and make a good Duke Nukem game. Well, that okay. and they also may have put it out right before uh, Borderlands Two came out, so that their Borderlands Two would look better. I, I, no, I don't think. I don't think you put a game next to another game like an ugly girl at a dance. That's not what you do. <laughs> I mean, I put an ugly girl next to the girl I'm in bed with. I mean, it works out. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. So, I mean, I don't know. What was that? I wouldn't pay that much for a, an ugly real doll. <laughs> oh, damn you. Anyhow, so, I don't know. 
I think it made enough money because of its name, and now because they have the money, maybe they will make a good one. I, I actually have. I have. Four. You'll buy the next one too. I'm not gonna buy it sight unseen. You'll buy it, but well, Gearbox on episode 15. <laughs> that's quote. Case will buy the next Gears. Game. Gearbox and Borderlands was a good game. You liked Borderlands. I I I liked it. So they can make a good game. Duke Nukem, when they bought it, they bought the code and basically just finished up what was already there. They didn't, like, start from scratch. Not sure they did anything except for put it in a box. That might be true. Anyhow, <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe with their run of Borderlands 2, they know how to – with Borderlands and, well, Borderlands 2, if it's good too, they now have two good games underneath the belts and they might – so I might have faith that if they start a Duke Nukem from scratch and they don't spend 10 years trying to get it done, then maybe it might be worth it. But You mean they'll have like references that are actually have to do with today? <laughs> no. They'll still have they'll, – they'll have them in space. They'll have them still have bad references, but people will point it out to them like your, like your idea. Someone will be like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Duke Nukem. And people are like, what? Who's Duke Nukem? Who's Duke Nukem? <laughs> who the hell are you? Or they'll, they'll make fun of Halo again, probably. Who who names the kid Duke Nukem? <laughs> First off, how do the you... last name is Nukem? Yeah, no, that's a really dumb last name you've got there. Man, I would definitely get that changed legally. <laughs> it must be his uh, his stand name. I'm pretty sure if I called up and tried to order a pizza, and I said. Yes, the name on that is Duke Nukem. They would just hang up because they think it's a prank call. I mean, how many times is that he called for something and before he became, quote, famous in his world? Did want him. Yes, uh, will you accept the call from Duke Nukem? Uh, no, I will not. <laughs> I will not. Damn, damn kids. I just Duke Nukem. No, I don't have 10-pound balls. I don't have Prince Henry in a jar. I've got nothing. Get away from me, kids. So, you know, I, I, now that I looked at Gearbox's history, I might actually have to – I might – by Duke Nukem if they make it from scratch. I told you you're going to do it. I didn't know. I actually was unaware. And this is totally me being bad. Is They actually worked on uh, Half-Life Opposing Forces and Blue Shift. Those are good games. And the Counter-Strike Condition Zero expansion. That was okay. And then they did Brother in Arms and Starlight. Light. Yeah, it was all right. Anyway, the first one was good. The second one was iffy. Yeah. But uh, then the board lands. And then... Of course, they have to have this Duke Nukem on their list of items. That was, that was, that, that, you know what? That's the fat chick they slept with. Yeah, exactly. We all have one of those. But anyhow, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I never slept with <laughs> What did I do? What? No, you said we all have one of those. And I said, I think you have several. <laughs> no, I can't even get fat chicks to come home with me. <laughs> you know what? Really, honestly, let me just let me just take a second here. Case, yes. ladies love confidence. You keep putting yourself down. It's not going to work. You got to say something like, the ladies love me. And the ladies will love you. You say, the ladies don't love me. The ladies won't love you. I don't so, say they don't love me. I say, the ladies say think I'm scary. Come home with me. Nobody talks to me. I said that, I usually say, they're scared of me. I don't say that they don't, <laughs> that they don't like me. That's because you stare at them from across the room without blinking. <laughs> Dude, that took years of practice to not blink. You're like, look, this is how much I care about you. I want to make sure nothing happens to you, <laughs> even, for a, even for a second. Uh, uh, anyhow, 
I think we should move on. You know what? You're right. You know why? Because you've been talking about shit, a shit game and some shit games. And I would like to hear about a, a game from the past that wasn't shit. All right. Well, I don't know if I can do that for you. If I can try. Okay. I want to hear about a game from the past. Because <laughs> I'm going to talk about a LucasArts game. Which might mean it's shit, might not. Because, you know, LucasArts have some really bad games. But this one, to me, was probably one of the best what, games I've ever did, played. What, oh, where did I read this? I read uh, a comic somewhere. So this is not a Bath original. This is not Throne Control original. This is blatantly stolen. Um, somebody said, Lucas are, Lucas ate, George Lucas ate a sandwich, like 25 or whatever, and... He's been uh, shoving condiments down there ever since to try to make it better. That's not even funny. Maybe if you said it better and had a punchline delivered you, better. You know what? You know what? I just thought of it right now. So fuck you. Okay. <laughs> All right. Tell me about your game. Damn kids. Days. Yeah. No, so you remember yeah. bats, bats, bats. Stop your mumbling. Do you remember <clears> the good old days of the Scum Adventure Game Engine? I remember the good old days, and I do remember Scum. I used to work with a guy named Scum. Hopefully, God. S-C-U-M-M. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. Scum drives. Yes. I hate you. Anyhow, to me, the best (laughs) Scum game ever was Full Throttle. I like Bubblicious Scum. Did you ever play Full Throttle, buddy? Yes, I did. Did, did, All right. So you know the game I'm talking about. Designed by one of the best game designers of all time, Tim Schafer. It was, I think I've heard of him before. <laughs> he makes shaving cream, right? Yes, he does. You might know him because of Grand Fandango or Psychonauts, Brutal Legend. Uh, Death Spank for, is another one of his children, we'll say. Uh, he's had many, many games. Anyhow, uh, Full Throttle is a click, click adventure, you know. You know, you play as Ben, the protagonist. He's like a third person. You use the mouse to click around. You can grab stuff, hit stuff, examine stuff, taste stuff, kick stuff. Sounds um, like real life. Yeah, it is. Uh, so Ben, the, the main character of this game, you, is is in the biker. Is a, he's in the biker game, the Polecats. That's uh, a tough biker game name. Yeah, no, it's pretty funny. So you know, it's basically like any scum game. It's, you go around and you're collecting weapons. Uh, not weapons. You're collecting inventory to like build stuff that you can use elsewhere on the map to. To further along the adventure, and you can also pick up weapons and stuff like chains and planks and stuff to to use in combat. Which, if I remember correctly, the combat was just kind of like use this plank on this person. Um, and the nice part was you also got the several choices of dialogue during situations to also move along. It's kind of like that. What was that game? Mass Effect, where you know, depending on what you choose, is how What's the game played out. Game? <laughs> You are like horrible. one of the best games ever. Well, Mass Effect is a great game, but I think Full Throttle yeah, was a better, no, was no, a better it is game. No, no, a great game. You, you watch your mouth. <laughs> so, I hate you so much. Um, so, anyhow, the story of this game is you're set in a dystopian future. You love dystopian. Yeah. Yes. It's future. And, yeah. Well... And it's one of those features where all vehicles are now have anti-gravitational hovercrafts. They don't fly high, so you're still like on the ground, but you don't have wheels. Um, and you play as Ben. He's later the motorcycle game podcast, like I said. And as your game is riding down Highway 9, they come across an expan- uh, expensive white hovercraft limousine. Yeah, and it is 
Biff Tannen. So Ben, being the biker he is, unceremoniously drives over the limousine and crushes through the, the hood ornament. Unknown to the gang, the limo belongs to Malcolm Corley, the CEO and founder of the latest domestic motorcycle manufacturer in the country, Corley Motors. So Corey likes the fact that he drove over top of his gang and he really wants to talk to him. See, that's the key. So what you learn from just the beginning of this game is to, when you're on a motorcycle, drive over expensive vehicles. Because mm-hmm. then you'll meet okay. the CEO All of right. the person that made your motorcycle. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm taking notes. Drive over car, CEO, step three, profit. Okay, got exactly. it. Exactly. Always run over the CEO. <laughs> got it. So, anyhow, basically what happens then is you meet the evil guy trying to overtake, you know, the sinister vice president of the company who wants to, like, overtake the... Um, the company basically what we ends up doing and he asked Ben to be like an escort uh, do you remember the character's name because I do the vice president yeah Adrian Ripberger no Dick Cheney <laughs> um, but anyhow so Ben refuses to uh, help and gets knocked out and thrown in a dumpster and he gets shot with a bird rifle gun <laughs> so basically you wake up and you're all alone and you kind of want to get back with the pool cats but they um, are now been coerced by this evil vice president to be the escorts of the other guys. So basically the whole venture is trying to find your, your original gang and get back, you know, into this world and stopping the evil vice president. But it's a comedy the game, which is the best part. It's like um, Treasure Island almost. Not Treasure Island, Monkey Island, sorry. Like that kind of comedy. But it's more it's it's more animated. Like I still remember at the very beginning, after you knock out, you go talk to the bartender, and if you talk the right way, you can actually grab him by his nose ring and slam him against the bar, which I love doing. <laughs> I've always wanted to meet someone who has a big nose ring and do it to them. Uh, but it was it was a, that sounds mean. It is. And that's why I liked it. So you're you were um, a dark hero. So that's racist. And Mark Hamill did one of the voices. Mr. Joker. Star, no, he did Adrian Ripberger, the evil character. The Joker. And he was rated uh, number 96 of the top 100 video game villains in 2010. That sucks. Number 96 is at the bottom. <laughs> it's two of the top 100. Anyhow, Full Throttle was an awesome game. I've been always wanted to play it, but I lost my CD. No, I actually have that CD, but it doesn't run on current machines but I do suggest finding the scum emulator and you can probably find a ROM out there to play awesome game they were gonna make a sequel to it but then Tim Schafer left LucasArts and Larry Aaron left left LucasArts and basically everybody who made the original left so they couldn't they never made a sequel to it actually they have announced two sequels for it and none of them ever got released <laughs> so a sequel being announced, never released? That never happened. Yeah. Well, at least it didn't get made for 10 years and then released as a sucky game. That was probably the worst classic game review ever because of your interruptions. So uh, why don't you... No idea what game you're fucking talking about. That's why I figured. Why don't you pull out a lovely uh, question for us to answer? Well, I've been a bit uh, humorous this episode, so I like this particular question. Yes. The question is, 
Uh, well, here, I'm going to read the, what the question is, and then I'm going to change the question, because I always do that. It says, uh, that's the case. What are the top funniest games you've ever played? The top the top five funniest games. And I'm going to change it to what are the top funniest games you've ever played, because I don't want to have to limit, limit or come up with five, depending on how many games I can think of. <laughs> All right. So name name you name one, I'll name one. We'll go from there. Name name a name a funny game. Doesn't whatever. It's a funny just, game. It's really easy. Full throttle. I just talked about a funny game. Oh man, that's cheap. You just cheaped out. Fine. Grim Fandango is another funny game. Oh man. Anything Tim Schaefer has his name on is a funny game. Cheap shit. All right. Um, I enjoyed. The uh, probably Ratchet and Clank, probably the second one was, I think, was probably the funnier of all of them. But the Ratchet and Clank games are generally kind of funny. I like the the Commander Cork uh, uh, commercials or anything with him. It's kind of kind of a old school. It's almost like uh, they're making fun of Duke Nukem. <laughs> it's always fun to make fun of Duke Nukem. Yeah, he's like supposed to be a super tough superhero guy, but really he's a complete Brady cat and not tough at all. <laughs> and not clever, and he thinks he is, and everybody thinks he's an idiot except for himself. Yeah. Um, what's another good funny game? What about, uh, what's what's those games called? Sam and Max. Yeah, those are okay. They're not, um, they're not like laugh out loud funny. They're just... Well, bizarre. Oh yeah, but that's a that's a style of funny. It's <laughs> a style of funny. I don't think I ever played a. Well, I guess the Tim Schafer stuff sometimes I laugh out loud, but I, I th- uh, maybe the first um, Deathmate was kind of humorous. Oh, what about the Tentacle? Oh man, that game is just good. I mean, that's, I, that's a Tim Schafer game. That game is just good. They need to make that a game again and not like remake like they're doing Syndicate and stuff like that, but remake it like the Just same. Up, upgrade the graphics. They did it like they did it for Monkey Island. Yeah. I, I'd buy that game. I know what you probably think is really funny. You probably love Papa Rapper the Rapper. No. I've, no. I've, I've played it and it's not funny. <laughs> uh, what are the funny games, man? Uh. I don't know. Making a funny game is really hard. I think a lot of times when they try to make a game funny, it ends up being, <laughs> to be honest. I think if you have to have a, a really good gameplay, because I think if, if the gameplay is not there, even if the game is, quote, humorous, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth. So it's just, it's like it's like going to a club where someone is stabbing you and there's a very funny comedian on stage. You're not going to enjoy yourself. Yeah. So you have to have it all fall into place. So it's really, it makes it even tougher because you have to have it be funny and entertaining. And that's, that's tough. Um, that's a tough, tough thing to do with, with a game uh, that's interactive and whatnot, because you put yourself in that character's mode a lot. So I think funny games are, are pretty hard. I mean, you can make terror games, I think are easier. Like, um, um, action games are, are pretty easy, but I think a funny game is is a hard, what, hard game to come up with. What about um, Portal? Portal? Yeah, I'd say I, I'd give Portal. A, a, it's a funny game. Uh, another game that I thought was funny was Earthworm Earthworm Jim. Yeah, at the time, the first now, one. Now, now, if you play it again, it's dumb. <laughs> and then I would also say uh, Toe Jam and Earl 
I found that amusing. Uh, I would say that game was cool. I don't know if I found it amusing. I was like, yeah. <laughs> All right. You know what? Here's the thing. is, I think it's a perspective. I mean, how many times this weekend when we're playing Horde Mode on uh, on Gears did did we laugh? But we didn't. Okay. But see, we didn't laugh at the game though. We laughed at us making fun of things about the game or each other, or like, or just like getting slaughtered. Yes, or we getting slaughtered. But I'm saying, like, if if we we're playing by ourselves, we would we wouldn't have been laughing. You know yeah. what I mean? So that that kind of throws you know. So and it also means what does funny mean in a game too? I mean, there are funny moments in lots of games. Like Fallout Three had some funny moments in it. Oh you yeah, know? but. Was a game be considered a comedy? No, it's it's too it's a serious game, but it has these funny moments in it, you know. So it's just uh, I guess it's, most people's when I think funny game, I'm thinking more like cartoony like type style game, like Earthworm Jim or one of those games where I'm not like laughing because there's good jokes. I'm laughing just because of the oddity of the game itself. Yeah, I can't think of a game that really I was like, yes, this game is hilarious. I've the only time I've laughed if the game is so terribly bad. Or has some moments where it's uh, where it's humorous, yeah. You know, it makes makes it makes you smile a little bit. But a lot of times, uh, too vested in in what, what's going on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so tough tough category to make. We threw some games out there that we think are funny, but we probably don't have a top list of funny games. So, yeah, I mean, I could talk like, top funny games like funny because they're terrible. <laughs> no, we don't want to talk about that because apparently if we just made, mention a game, someone will buy it. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't do that. Yeah, exactly. Avoid the mentioning bad games or else they'll be purchased in sequels. How about we just mention good games from now on? All right, good idea. <laughs> Dead Space. Uh, Gears of War. <laughs> so, um, do you have another question? Mm, um, yeah, so the, the other question is... Uh, that I have on here that I picked out because I generally pick out two. And I thought this was an interesting question because uh, it's 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 kind of a question that I'm not sure you can again never really have a quick answer to it. It's it's a uh, bats in case uh, you know. I hear you guys talk about gamers and gaming enthusiasts, but what um, do you consider someone to be, or when do you consider someone to be a hardcore uh, gamer? Yes, one of the battles of the internets that everyone always talks about. Yeah, you know, I think my opinion may differ than a lot of people's. Um, I think you are, quote, a hardcore player if it's your main hobby. I mean, I don't care if you're playing, um, uh, like, uh, maybe you have a DS and you play every Pokemon game that comes and you got the pokey walker and you you got you got to collect them all and you just play that all the time i'd say you're you're pretty hardcore i mean that's what you do it it's not a game that i would sit down and play a, a lot of i mean i mean i've never tried it so maybe like it's like crack maybe i totally get into it but i don't know <laughs> you might there's uh, a lot of achievements yeah so um so um, you know i think people that consider say say i'm a that it's their hobby and they played a lot. I consider them to be hardcore. I don't think you have to go out and buy the the, the newest shooter on the day it comes out and play it on the super hard level to be hardcore or be play online, be the top in every match to be hardcore. You know, whatever. 
those guys what they want to do. Great. Well, but. I mean, those guys that you're talking about that are at the top of the match only in that one game. So it's just like oh, being yeah. the best at Pokemon. Exactly. The Pokemons. The Pokemons. Um, so the one thing, so my definition of a hardcore gamer is when so you, well, the way you can define yourself as one is when you do something like I do where I go and look at a pair of pants that cost me 50 bucks to buy and I say, why am I buying these pants? I could buy a video game with that money. I'm like, or you go, 50 bucks? Who would pay 50 bucks for pants? And then you're like, oh man, they got two games and you buy two games and like spend 100 bucks. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, like to me, buying pants for 50 bucks is insane, but buying video games for like 100 bucks for, you know, is like, oh, that's nothing. Like, or during a Steam sale, you buy games that you never actually play. Exactly, yeah. That, that, that To me, that's kind of hardcore. It's like, it's like crap. I need a new pair of pants. Wait, these pants can last for another month because I want to get this game instead. Like if you, yeah, you're basically I, you're purchasing on how to make the most game purchases as you can. You're probably maybe it's not hardcore. Maybe it's an addiction. Here's an easy thing. If you're listening to this podcast now, yes. But probably, uh, I kind of agree with you though. I, I don't enjoy those people that say, "Oh, you don't play first-person shooters. You can't be hardcore." Or you don't. Yeah. You're not an RTS guy. You can't be hardcore. Oh, you only play. Someone plays all the all, all their shooters on on easy, like because they want to enjoy the story. That's, yeah, that's totally fine. I totally think that's fine. Yeah. like that's what they like. I don't but, see a problem with that. And I think recently there was this um, attachment to with hardcore gaming with how much achievement points you had or trophies you have. E penis. Yes, as well as the gamer penis, really. And it's like, well. Some people don't go and collect all the cogs because why? Do, like they're on the ground in the game, like because they just want to enjoy the game. It doesn't mean that they're not a hardcore gamer. They might, they might have played more games than you, just not to the extent you play that single game. You know, it's like right, I mean, trophies. You know, I would, I guess, I mean, I, I kind of don't even like the term hardcore gamer. I think gaming is playing games, video games is my hobby. I, I does it rule every aspect of my life? No. Do do does it take up a chunk of my time? Yeah, but what hobbies don't? Um, so I mean, but I'm not gonna, you know, I mean, except for this weekend, I'm not skipping meals. <laughs> oh, I do that a lot. Yeah, I <laughs> that's not the point. Though. I don't know if you get the name, if you get on a uh, Star Wars Old Republic. I don't know. You might start skipping meals more often. <laughs> All I have to do is just to, to not buy it. I'll just go watch the South Park episode where they play. Warcraft. Yeah, that would exactly show you. Yeah, just remember, MMOs are either really fat people or really skinny people. I'm, this is my whole generalization, because the skinny people are the ones that skip meals, and the fat ones are the ones that just eat while they're playing. So, so there's nothing in between. And now, 10 million WoW players are gonna cut my head off. You just got a sight boycott. <laughs> right. What's the largest demographic of people that play video games? Let's make fun of Warlord people, people that own the Wii and Farmville people. Hey, all of you are stupid. Wait, there is one rule. Sorry, hardcore gaming. If the only thing you play are social games on Facebook. You are not a hardcore gamer. No, you're you're probably a parent. <laughs> so yeah, that does not count. So sorry. No, then you're a social gamer. <laughs> Wait, interact with other people and. Yeah. You're only playing it. You're playing playing it when the TV's probably on. Yeah. Well, my TV's always on when I play console games. <sighs> that was terrible. <laughs> uh, <I'm> so awesome. 
So I don't know. I think we could just keep on mumbling about this, but maybe we should uh, uh, call it the end and say, if you're not me, you're not a gamer. Fair enough. Definition. If you have to be case to be a hardcore gamer. Okay. There's, so th- there can be only one. Yes. I, and I do have a sword if you want to hit and cut people's heads off. Ah, uh, no. Okay. You just had points back though. <laughs> Cause you said you owned a sword. <laughs> Anyways. Again, this has been episode 15. If you want to hear more of case and I talk about really random ass shit, check out our Twitter at controller talk or check us out on the Facebooks. You can also hit us up on our gamer tags. I'm Mike Man on the PS3, and I'm Mike Man 718 on the Xbox 360. Case of course is Seeker Shinobi on the Xbox 360 and Seeker underscore Shinobi on the PlayStation 3. You can also send us an email at. Um, podcast at thronecontrollers.com <laughs> almost forgot our own damn email address and we'll read your on the air kind of and butcher it until it's a sloppy mess that email address again is podcast at thronecontrollers.com to get your email slightly butchered uh, and other than that look for our special Gears of War coming out this weekend uh and if you decide not to listen to that one we will be back for episode 16 next week